Dear Princess Celestia, Today we learned about the wonders of Milwaukee, flying to the castle, giving Echo heart attacks, and getting heated about songs written for children. It's time once again for our postseason pony awards, and this time it's earned its own episode. So saddle up, every pony! It's showtime. Pony, and welcome back to Friendship is Content, a podcast where a new fan and an old brony watch and review every single episode of Friendship is Magic. My name is Echo. And my name is Emily. Uh, we, I got sick. <laughs> For a hot minute. Bringing the sick. big energy! Yeah, we're, bring, we're bringing the big yeah. energy. So... Yeah. Uh, we'll cover it in a second, oh. but we went to Cider yeah. Fest, and I brought yes, home a souvenir. Is... Oh, did you did you get one for me? Uh, no, it was just for me. Oh, what was it? Uh, COVID. <laughs> it was COVID. Damn. It was COVID. Yeah, Damn. for about, for about uh, the last week and a half, I've had COVID. Uh, but I feel ready to record now, so. I was gonna say, how are you, how are you feeling? Uh, better. Um, I feel better. Thankfully. That's all. <laughs> not electric booga flu, luckily. No, thankfully it's not electric booga flu. Uh, yeah, but that, yes, that would have been real bad. We went to Cider Fest, and we met so many wonderful people. And if you're listening, maybe you met us at Cider Fest, or watched us on stage, because we had a panel, and it went yeah. fucking oh my God. real, real good. <laughs> well, we'll get more to that in just a moment, but... Yes. Uh, you put putting the cart before the pony uh, You're right. a little bit, but let's real quick for this episode. You may notice that we're not covering any specific episode of the show uh, because we thought that the pony awards, which is where we do our little favorite moments of the of the season and whatnot. Uh, we felt like it deserved its own episode uh, because we talked way too long about the season finale. And yeah. I, I, the next, the, the next episodes that we cover of the show are also a two-parter. So it's like, let's, we'll just make it its own thing. I don't know if this will be as long as usual or if it'll be a mini-sode, but I figured let's, let's do it regardless. So we're, we're going to cover the Pony Awards and uh, a little Cyrus wrap-up uh, before we get into the Pony Awards. So. Yeah. Also, uh, I have COVID, so doing something, doing something <laughs> nice and quiet and, like, small. Also, she has COVID. Yeah, yeah no, we don't, we don't have to... Over- this is smaller stakes. A little right. bit cozy. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, let's let's talk Ciderfest. Ciderfest. Uh, fucking ruled. Yeah, Ciderfest was my second ever pony convention. The first one was TrotCon of this year, 2023. Uh, and the second one was Ciderfest. And it was uh, a, a fucking blast. I, was, we had such a good time. God damn. Yeah, we were on as community guests, uh, mm-hmm. which means we got a panel and we, uh, you know, got to be on stage at the beginning. Uh, and it was a whole... <laughs> we... Hell, okay. We fumbled a little <laughs> bit on stage. 
but that's okay. Okay, so when they were announcing all the CGs, none of us, or at least we couldn't, we couldn't hear anything that they were saying back there. It's true. Well, they were, like, saying the names, and we were trying to order in, like, alphabetical order, and it's like, I don't even know if they said our names, or if we were, like, we were like, oh, I guess we're going up now. No, and they, the applause was very small, because no they, one fucking knows who we are. They did, and nobody, nobody knew who we were, so it was very, Which very is tepid. A valid, uh... A bit scary. A little funny. <laughs> oh, very funny. It was really funny once we were, like, off stage and we were like, damn. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, meanwhile, when Saber Spark walks up, is applauding. Yeah, Saber Spark like, with his, like, Saber millions Spark. of I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I don't mean this a shade of Saber Spark. We had a conversation of, like, three sentences in an elevator once. That was fine. That was, that yeah. was we talked the land before time and then yes. we went on our ways. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. But if no, any, that's not about anything, him. It's about us. If anything, I, I'm glad that he went up after us and took the smoke off of us, so we could just kind of hide behind them but all. But no, it's a it was a true honor to be to be able to represent the fandom in that way, and we met so many rad people up there, like a fellow community guests as well as just folks visiting the con. It's we, yeah. man, how much do we want to talk about? It's it was such a full weekend. It's where do we even begin? Um, the few things I'll say to start. Uh, we got to meet our biggest fan and also, uh, a member on the Ciderfest, uh, board, uh, Vivid, Vivid Syntax, who's amazing, uh, and was one of the reasons we got to go at all. Thank you so, so much, yeah. Vivid. Oh my god, seriously, Vivid. I, I'm sorry we couldn't spend more time together. Yes. It was, it was very brief and fleeting, but we, we truly wouldn't have even given this a, a shot if it weren't for him. So, yes, thank you, yeah. Vivid. <laughs> thank you, man. Um, we made very good friends with, uh, the Rift Ponies crew. They're yes. rad as hell. <laughs> we, we went to some of their panels where they were playing Jackbox and whatnot. And it was yes. a barrel of laughs. It was a real rowdy fun time. Yeah. And we hung out with them after and we just kind of, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun. And hopefully if we do end up going to cons in the future, which we are going to attempt to do. We better. Uh, we might. <laughs> We might be on I had so much fun. I, I don't want this to be the end, but fucking, yeah, yeah, they're fucking sick. Very, very cool people. Um, what else? Should, uh, we, I guess... should we talk about the panel? <laughs> we could talk about the panel. Um, I just want to cover most of the other stuff first. So, oh yeah, sure, go ahead. Uh, I guess a specific shout out to Rarity, who's a fantastic musician, and we got to catch some of her set, and it was fantastic killing it up and we there. both cried <laughs> we did we did i was like openly we weeping during rarity's set <laughs> yeah, uh, it was it was something special it was good i love i love seeing the people in this community perform and it's it's very cathartic seeing uh talented folks get the recognition they deserve you know so <laughs> yeah uh during it during the convention uh we there was a charity auction where they auctioned off a bunch of scripts from old, oh from like God. season two through season nine of My yeah. Little Pony Friendship is Magic, yeah. which is Holy fucking yeah, insane. No, not not just that, but all the Equestria Girl scripts, like yes. a bunch of assorted notes. Um, these just showed up in the middle of the con, and were like, "Hey, I guess we're auctioning these off at the at the mm-hmm. charity auction." Yeah, the people and, who run the uh, con got mm-hmm. like two boxes full of notebooks that from an anonymous donor. Um. And it was just, it was, they had a, like, one of the Friendship is Magic writers as a guest, uh, yeah, for, like, uh, a community Josh, guest. Uh, I need to look up his name. Because, yeah, I want, I want to talk about the, the guest yes. of honor. 
Yes, look we were up there because the, there was a special. Yes, hang on. Uh, but he verified like these were legitimate scripts, and it was like legitimate like notes from it was it was amazing, and we topped every other. Uh, don't like what is it? Don't my charity drive in any other pony convention? Yeah, with like a yeah, hundred thousand no, dollars. Yeah, the the previous uh convention that made uh just shy of this was the last BronyCon, capital B BronyCon, uh, in 2019. Yep. And I, I, I'm pretty sure none of us were ever sure that we could ever get past that point because, like, there were like what, like 10,000 people there. Like, it was, mm-hmm. it was a big deal. Yeah. Uh. Also, I double check. It's uh. I, I feel bad. I can't remember if it's Haber or Haber, but Josh Haber. Right. Uh, yes. Who's a producer and writer for the show? And he's like, "Yep, that's the real deal." So, mm-hmm. uh, and and something exciting about these scripts is that not only did it raise a bunch of money for charity, which is you know just just sick as hell, um, but uh, I think if if everything goes to plan, the people that are uh, owning these scripts now, because they they separated it by category by like season and mm-hmm. Equestria Girls and whatnot, uh, they're going to do their best to upload them and archive them to document, which yeah, I, I think believe... is great because I. I want to look at them so bad because here's the thing is it's not just like the print scripts of like the transcripts it's like notes on storyboarding mm-hmm. yep. and style like I I'm fascinated and I gotta know I gotta know more about it you know yeah if I'm not if I'm not mistaken the Pony Archival team like talks to each individual bidder who won and I believe they are all being loaned currently to the archivist team. Uh, before being sent back I hope, out God, to the I people hope who so. won them. That's, that's what I f- yeah. believe I've heard. Um, I mean, which is I, fucking man. awesome. Because if so, what, what an insane piece of like fandom history to just show up out of nowhere. And I, I, I'm so excited yeah. that we could have been there for that. You know, we got to see the bidding of the scripts in the audience for a little bit before we had to depart. And it was it was so cool. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it's, it's going to be a great supplement to the show. You know, it, it's gonna I'm going to be like reading those front to back. So <laughs> yeah. I bet you anything, some really cool production notes are going to be emerging very soon. So. I definitely know I'm going to be reading them a lot. And we'll probably incorporate yeah. a lot of those into uh, the way we review stuff because we'll be able to yeah. get like a behind the scenes look at a lot of the stuff moving forward. Um, and what I was saying to echo at like while we were sitting there at, at the convention, how this kind of stuff is not usually kept. It's yeah. not preserved as well. Like mm-hmm. Disney Animation DreamWorks, like the big pictures, they do an OK job of hanging on to the production they can. But like television, especially like children's television, oh, yeah. is is so much rarer for people to actually give a shit about. So it's, I I think it's really special that these are being kept, uh, in one way or another. You know, they were just sent into a shredder and be like, all right, episodes out. You know. <laughs> yeah, I one hundred percent agree. I think the last shout out since we're talking charity auction, um, mm. the amazing uh, Foley or Full Papers who <gasps> full papers. basically helped My a lot with the Emily. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, I don't know if she listened the... to the show or not, but she made me cry because she was so kind. Uh, I she cried was... a lot that weekend. <laughs> I also cried a lot that weekend, yes. Uh, Full Papers Foley is a very, very sweet woman, uh, and she was very, very kind to us, and she helped run the charity auction, and she's just amazing. If you're not, you know, yeah. following her, you don't know about her, do that. Uh, yeah, uh, before we move on to the panel, I just I want to say uh, something I quite enjoyed at the convention yeah. uh, is we went to a script reading by all the guests of honor. 
Oh, yes. Uh, where, because the big theme for Cider Fest this year was storytelling. And there was this crazy interconnected thing where a bunch of uh, authors wrote all sorts of different stories that you could view through the app that they made. Mm-hmm. And you could enter secret codes and view different stories. And it was, it was super cool. And one of those stories was, uh, a lot of stories were, but the one that was written, uh, read by the Guests of Honor was by Vivid, who it just was so fun. We went and saw it and, uh, it was uh, read aloud by Kelly Sheridan, who's the voice of Starlight Glimmer, mm-hmm. of Bill Newton, who is Bright McIntosh, Astignia in The Pony Shadows, uh, uh, Diana Cara, who is Arya Blaze from Equestria Girls, uh, Giles Panton, who is Flash Magnus, and the effervescent Ellie Ray, who is Grandma Figgy and Miss Maine. I love you, uh, Ellie Ray. And it's funny I hope, because... I hope you're also <laughs> oh recovering well from COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll talk about Ellie Ray in a second, but... Yes. Um... But it's so funny because really of these characters, I only loosely knew of like two of these from the actual show because I, I haven't finished the show. I've been a bad fan. Like, so of course I know Starlight. Of course I know Bright Mac. But it's like, I I uh, I, I haven't met Mist Mane. I haven't met Flash Magnus. Um, yeah. But it was such a treat hearing the characters and the voice actors put their all into reading this script. And I just, I had a blast doing that. I hope I'm able to do more of those in the future. It was, it was, it was so fun. No, yeah, it was really, uh, but, really cute, and it was very, 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 very well written. Yeah, it was just, it was so fun. It got some laughs out of us, got me a little emotional. They mm-hmm. fucking start pulling out the, the tearjerkers with Bright Mac, who, uh, since we haven't gotten here, Bright Mac is, is AJ's dad, who we eventually, very eventually meet. So, mm-hmm. of course, they're tugging at the heartstrings, and my Applejack heart's like, ooh. Um, <laughs> but I, I want to talk a second about Miss Ellie Ray, who is just a an absolute joy. She clearly loves this fandom and this community like front and back. And it, it shows like when she's on stage, both performing as characters and helping with the charity auction. And I just want to say it was, uh, it was a real pleasure. Cause as I was waiting for my uh, flight home, I-, I caught her in her like six layers of various pony fabric gears <laughs> and was like, Oh, Hi, Miss Ellie. I, I, you know, I hope I'm not bother you. I wanted to say hello and thank her for, you know, just bringing her joy to both this community and the show. And she's just like, oh, well, we have to get pony selfies. You know, we have to get selfies for the pony people. So she starts taking pictures of me and the friend I was hanging out with. And it was, oh, it was just lovely. And then a day later, she <laughs> gets confirmed that she has COVID. And I'm like, oh, no, she's hugging everyone. Yeah. I'm amazed you didn't <laughs> Which, get like, it, frankly. I... I, that's my second point I was going to make. I am shocked that I did not get any sort of con crud. I am like, I look at a germ wrong and it infects me with like turbo swine flu number five. Like, I don't, I don't know how I didn't get sick. <laughs> yeah. Panel. Panel. Let's talk panel. Hey, uh, so uh, one, I'm sorry we couldn't record it. I'm we, sorry. There were some technical issues. We weren't aware of quite the limitations of the panel itself. We're going to be way more prepared next time. That's on us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people up there did all that they could to try and help us, and uh, it just didn't end up working out. But I mean, recording-wise, the panel itself yes. worked really good. Oh, my yes. God. It was uh, a fucking blast. We talked mm-hmm. about the toys. <laughs> we can find, yeah, we can spoil the topic uh, that I was yeah, it's over for now. a while. Yeah, it's over. So, uh, I I learned two things. The first is that I really like to make powerpoints. I guess, like, I made this powerpoint for the panel in like a feverish haze one night, and I'm like, Echo, I have a panel idea. And the yeah, second thing like I learned 4 is that <laughs> yeah, it was it was truly just like a trance. And the second yeah. thing I learned is that uh. 
Man, you, you bronies really like old memes, and I'm glad because I like them too. <laughs> but yeah, they no, fucking yeah. love what we did. <laughs> and also, it helps that uh, our panel was 18 plus, so we could swear and have a rowdy time. We could allow drinks. Yeah. And... Yes. <laughs> there were some people that had some drinks in there. Oh that's for sure. <laughs> boy, yeah, there sure were. Because it was cider fest, so yeah, exa- exactly. Like they have the pub trots where, the, like, yeah. night of, they go and just check out Milwaukee and go bar hop, which we we didn't do. But I, I got a little time. tipsy once. That was a little fun. Yeah, maybe. Oh I, god, I yeah, you did drinker, get tipsy. So. That was very funny. <laughs> you had like I, half much... of. She had like half of this like little fruity drink, and she was like, "I'm." really dizzy and by the time we got up after dinner she was fine it was very funny i i really hadn't had much to eat until that point so i was just like whoa <laughs> uh, but yeah no what we did is we just instead of reviewing the show because we didn't want to leave anyone out in case you know that we couldn't get recorded like we did so i just cobbled together a bunch of commercials for the toys and we we riffed off of and pointed out lore question mark of the toys and it was it was a blast, and we actually ended up having a last minute uh, interactive elements. <laughs> hey, Echo. we did. You, you so, want to talk about the interactive element of our panel? I would love to. Uh, there it's was so a bunch of toys that they were giving away, just because they had a ton on hand, and um, they just didn't want them, and they couldn't sell them. So they're like, I don't know, take whatever. And so we were just kind of digging they through. Also, them, like, they sure, were giving we'll... them to like uh, they were giving them to the kids of the car. Like there was a kids room. Yeah, uh, that was like yes. right next to the charity room, and it's basically like, "Hey, you want a pony toy? I have a pony toy, you know." Yeah, <laughs> which I think is cool as hell. That's really cute. We were digging through it, and we were looking for some stuff, uh, and we managed to find one of the toys we had in our commercial, which is the uh, the white <laughs> Celestia that talks with the wings, and you press it, and it says, "Let's fly to the castle." See, now you say white Celestia. We found what the white one white first. Celestia? Isn't Celestia always white? <laughs> we found the white one first. <laughs> uh, the previous slide in our PowerPoint was the uh, our first Celestia printed toy, which is bright pink and looks a lot more like Cadence. Yeah. Yeah, hey, the, they, for some godforsaken reason, Celestia in the toys for like the first year of the show were all just pink. Like, and even, mm-hmm. like, even, like, on the packaging, they had Celestia with the white fur. Like, what, what, why were we doing, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's I love the sense was... of the packaging being different from the actual <laughs> toy. That's very funny. Hasbro Marketing was just doing its own thing. But yeah, there's this meme video that's, uh, it's just someone throwing uh, the little pink <laughs> Celestia toy to a little plastic castle. Because you press a button on her flank and she says various phrases. And mm-hmm. one of those was Let's Fly to the Castle, which took off in this fandom. So Yes. We found the pink one as well, which was good because Emily wanted to take home the white one. Um, I really did. <laughs> you still have my... You need to ship it back to me because I didn't I have room in my luggage. I will ship it back to you, yes. <laughs> um, but I was playing with it and seeing if we could set it up so that it would just say Let's Fly to the Castle so we could be like, oh, look, it's the toy. And I found out that it's completely say random. Say the line! <laughs> And when I found out that it was completely random, my brain went, oh, Russian roulette. And so what we did <laughs> is we let each person press the toy and whoever got Let's Fly to the Castle got to keep the little Celestia toy. 
and it went through like 16 people and then this guy 16 in the, people yeah like this <laughs> our panel was like it's full up sec- standing oh room only yeah at the back like I think it was they had, like what like 50 seats in there total like it's, yeah it was packed i cannot believe how many people showed up it's i was just gonna be happy if anyone did so the fact that yeah. we filled the room was man what an honor it was it was truly and as soon as like it went through 16 people the last guy uh before it happened uh, held up his drink and was like drink for good luck and then like drank it real dramatically and hit it and it said let's fly to the castle and that room fucking erupted like they could definitely <laughs> like hear we... us from the main stage oh oh my god like it's i i, I would oh to be a fly on the wall not in that room because mm-hmm. it sounded like we won the fucking super bowl in there yeah like they were screaming it was the most perfectly timed thing and the energy in that panel was oh my fan god fucking tastic electric we it had was... a black. We were nervous. Oh my god, we were so fucking nervous. Like, yeah, I also messed up my medications I... real bad, so I was really nervous. <laughs> and also, uh, the projector just completely quitted. Like, yeah, quit doing yeah. anything halfway through. But AV team fixed it. Thank, thank God. It, yeah. we, we handled it well. But it kind of it was our little intermission. It, I cannot wait to. I cannot wait to do more. <laughs> yeah, like even with that little lull in the middle, like everyone was just very. Like you said, it was electric. It was like still like we kept that momentum. It was just. Everyone that came to that panel was fantastic. Everybody at that con was fantastic. The technical team was great. The people in charge were fantastic. Vivid is terrific. Everybody There's at so Cider many Fest, kind ponies in this goddamn oh God. world. Like, I I truly have not had a more like a better fandom experience than Ciderfest ever, I think. It was just so wholesome and so loving and it reminded me that like I don't know. It's been it's been years since the show ended. I mean, you know, uh, G five is going on, but but like, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's the G four crowd, and it's like I don't know. That family is never really gonna go away, and I think that's really beautiful. We're still making stuff. Yeah, like it's... I t- I almost completely forgot one of my favorite things at this fucking convention. Uh, hmm. There is uh, go on YouTube right now and look up Studio Cinemagic. Holy oh my god, fuck. yeah. Hey, holy fuck, y'all. We're gonna have a okay, whole yeah. interlude about that. <laughs> I, fuck it. <laughs> I promise we are going to get to, like, the Pony Awards soon, but so much happened at this convention that we, we gotta talk about this. Uh, it was Cole, exciting. my man. Holy Cole shit. Cole Donnerstock, so, yes. Yes, one of the he was one of the community guests, and he was the host of, like, a, a PMV uh, panel, which, uh, which, if you know AMVs, could probably, you could probably figure out what a PMV is. It's just a Pony music video. Yes. Uh, which is, uh, that can be anything that is just show clips and, like, animation set to music. And naturally, I, I actually don't know that much about the PMV scene. I've seen a few, mm. but I always just thought, as he was describing it, a lot of it are, may seem like clip shows, you know? Right. Like, but wait, I wanted to know more. He was super nice and passionate about us. So we're like, let's go to the PMV panel. Why not? Uh, he made this cool poster for the premiere of his. Uh, and so we were like, Let- let's go. Let's check it out. And yes. Nothing could have prepared us for what we viewed in there. He showed us his first PMV that he ever made. And then he showed us his latest PMV that he ever made. Uh, which is titled The Journey Once More Part 1. I think he said it was out of nine. It's either nine or six. I think it's nine. Is there some insane amount, which uh, we, we didn't know the length of this PMV going in. We didn't. 
but it genuinely- <laughs> I'm so glad we didn't, because it's, uh, how, how long is it, Echo? It did not feel like 24 oh, minutes long. <laughs> it did not. As long uh, as an episode of the show. I, yeah, it, it, we, I'm not going to describe it. I don't want to describe yeah. it to you. I want you to watch it if you're interested. Uh, I mean, there, I say, as a warning, there are going to be spoilers about the show. It covers yes, the entire series. It covers the entire so. show. Loosely. Like, you're not going to know the nitty gritty, but you're you're going to see characters you haven't seen. You're going to see some right. moments that are kind of important, so. But it made Emily and I cry at the actual <laughs> panel. Uh, there was a standing ovation after, like, a minute and a half of applause because... Just Cole's sheer Most of the other fucking room was talent. Crying. Like, yeah, yeah, we everybody was not crying. The crying in there. We were like, it was like just such a uproarious applause, and we standing ovation. Cole was crying, and we showed it to our friends when we got home, like a week later. And I cried again. It's I cried again too. <laughs> it's genuinely yeah, yeah, one of it's... the best pieces of pony media <sighs> maybe ever. Cole fucking killed it. It's, and also, just Cole is just a, oh a rad God. as hell guy. Like Cole I, is so I hope cool. I, I desperately hope we can run into him. <laughs> you are fucking rad. You can message us on Discord anytime. You're you can chill with us God anytime. Damn. Fuck. And it was great because we were able to chat with him just briefly and congratulate him in person at the we had, like at the CG meet and greet. Yeah. And he was just handing out like buckets of merch. He's like, here's a magnet of the of the PMV and a button and a sticker. We're like, yes, give us a salt. Yes, like <laughs> I, it, I, it was great. Please go watch the journey once more. Please, there are so many talented YouTube. people in this community, and it's like I've never even heard of of this channel or Cole. And it's like I don't think uh, I think he's like a little more new to the fandom. I, I say new, but like not that new. Like I think he showed up for like season four or five. Um, but like I, I I'm so glad I'm still finding new people in this community that blow my socks off with how how touched we've been by the funny cartoon horse show. You know. And like- <laughs> And, like, when it comes down to it, like, we're new content creators in the fandom. And, like, I think this podcast Rarity isn't even a year is, old. Rarity's <laughs> a fairly new musician. Like, this, mm-hmm. that's what I mean when I say, like, this family won't die. Like, people are still seeing it new now, you know? Like, even though I'm, even though this show has been over for years, like, I'm just starting my Friendship is Magic journey. And it's just been a fucking blast so far. And everybody in this fandom has made me feel so, so, so included. Like, it's just so good. And I think it's, the fandom's in a really good place right now. It's I, I was so. saying it during the TrotCon chat, and it's like, I, I do miss the content train. I miss the hype. I miss seeing new episodes with people. But like, and I miss like the scale of it all. Like, the inescapable yeah. of it all. But it's like... The, the edgy losers have kind of quarantined themselves to their own corner. And the people that are the loudest and the people that are still here are here because there is just true love for what this show is and what it represents and what it means to each other. And uh, I, I, I think I'll take that any any day over what it once was. Yeah. Because, hey, there's some, there are some bad shit happening in the early days. Not yeah. to say that it's all peaches and cream now. Like, there's definitely still issues. But oh, of course. It's come a long way, and I'm really happy with where it is now. Yeah, that early internet zeitgeist will never really be capturable. Like the the early Homestuck days, the early My Little Pony days, like that kind of thing only could have existed then. But I like what it is now. Me too, and I, you definitely can feel it in the convention sphere. And I think like if you even have like a, a mild positive feeling about ponies, like I go to a con. It's a yeah. great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just get a day pass. 
wander through, see how much love there is. Buy some art. Oh, yeah. yeah. I I don't think I mentioned, but, like, this is the first convention I've gone to since, like, SakuraCon 2012, where I was, like, still in high school, where I wasn't vending at a con. I was just able to participate and not worry about business. And, God, it's real nice. It's it so It took him only nice. 11 I mean... years to kick your feet up. <laughs> that Could doesn't say it? anything about me. I don't know what does. But, like, I, sure. I, I definitely could have used some convention money with where I'm at in life right now. Like, I'm, I'm starting to job hunt because it's, whew, being alive is expensive. But, like, oh God, it was, my soul needed this. And I'm so glad I was able to do it. I, I will be vending again very soon. I got accepted for Furry Week in Atlanta. Uh, let's fucking go. So I, yeah. I, I will be continuing my wares soon. But, uh, no, it was good. God, it was good. I Any, think anything that, else? Think no, I think it, huh? that wraps up Ciderfest. Yeah. Damn, what a good convention. Yeah, it's, I will happily come back any any day. Yes, we will almost definitely be back to Ciderfest. I just love it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alright, you ready to do the Pony Awards? Uh, yes, I, I, I'm kind of in my pajamas right now. It's not the most formal attire, but it, it'll have to do. That's alright. Uh, so the Pony Awards, if you remember from last season... We go through a lot of moments and some favorites of stuff. Uh, I wanted to keep sort of the lows at the beginning. And then <laughs> we get into the highs. Uh, and then we cap it off with what our favorite moment and episode of, of the season. Just It's just our little reflection on yeah. what this bundle of episodes was. So. Yeah. How did we view season two? So... Uh, Let's, we can start off with the stinkers category. Yeah, let's start <laughs> off with little stinkers. Uh, what was your least favorite episode of the season? What would you give that award to? Oh, I don't want to give this any awards, but if I had to give it a Razzie of a sort, a Raz Pony, haha, dunking uh, on your Sona, haha. Damn, uh, me. Mysterious Meriduel, fuck off, Oof. Mysterious Meriduel. <laughs> I... I- I don't mind Mysterious Meriduel. Tell me, tell me more about why you're don't. giving it least favorite. <laughs> I, I know what your least favorite episode's gonna be. And it's like, I can't even disagree with you because it's not good. But I just, the more I think about it, the more it just does nothing for me. I feel like it's really bad writing for Dash. I feel like it paints her in a really bad light. Which, like, normally I don't mind because I'm not crazy over Dash in the first place. But, like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's extra bad for her. It's, I feel like you could skip this episode while rewatching seasons and you just wouldn't miss a thing. It, you, you could just erase this from all of ponies and i wouldn't even notice and it just it just doesn't work for me there's not there's there's some humor that's a little funny you know it's and there's some visuals that are okay i the costume design for the mare duels f- fine it's kind of cool i like the darkwing duck thing we got going on but like mm-hmm. ugh, i don't like it. <laughs> i think mare duels a fun episode because that's when we started to really like diverge on our opinions on certain episodes because that was when Which you I, were... I think it's great. I like yeah. when we can debate. It gets me all... all I'm, I'm ready yeah. to throw hands. Throw hooves. <laughs> I think that was like your... like That was when you were like, this episode's trash. And I was like, oh, I actually don't hate this episode. It was the first <laughs> time like I felt okay about an episode that you didn't. And it was very, very fun. Yeah. Which is funny because I really... I don't feel that negative about many episodes. I, I, yes. I'm a fairly positive person, I think. But like mm-hmm. that's one of the few that I'm actually like, man... Oh, like, that sucked. <laughs> yeah. I know what yours is, yours is, but, like, tell us anyway. Uh, take a guess. My god, is it secret of my excess? 
Ooh, Secret of My Access is my second least favorite. Wait, really? Hey! Now you're surprising me. What is it then? Lesson Zero. Oh, right, right. Lesson yeah, you, Zero you like... is my least favorite episode. Um, of I... season two. We should clarify. Of season, season two. Of season two. Of season two. <laughs> SpongeBob putting yeah, his SpongeBob hands out. Meme. Like, yeah. And live. <laughs> yeah. Of season two. Uh, boy, there are worse episodes than that. Um, no, it's just I. Ugh, it feels out of character. Some of it works for me. It's but like, like it, yeah, I mean, a lot some of it does of feel it. out of character. I definitely don't like it as much as I did when it was first coming out. So it's like I can't be yeah. mad at you. I, some I, of it I, works uh, for me. <laughs> yeah, sure. Some of it works for me, but like a lot of it just feels, you know, out of character or paced weird or just like. Eh, eh, eh. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't feel in line with the rest of the episodes around it. Like it doesn't. It doesn't have the same tone, and it just feels kind of out of place. It's definitely a strange one. It's they clearly want to do a party of one, but for Twilight. Yeah. We didn't need a second one. Party of one was fine. Yeah. Uh, and our second uh stinker award. Uh, your worst character moment or like i guess the your least favorite character moment or most out of character just yeah, worst just, character I, I named these I, this i'm sorry these are not good names like, that's yeah, why we didn't make any actual trophies because they'd look really awkward on the engraving i i'll make one in ms paint oh and then, hell yeah <laughs> remind me to do that after this yes please uh worst character moment for me is rarity in secret of my excess because yeah, uh, I think it's real bad. Wait, is that you too? <laughs> yep. Yep. Same. Yeah. Uh, we love Rarity. We don't like it when the writers are like, oh, let's indulge Spike. Let's make it kind of creepy I... <sighs> that she's indulging this child who has a crush, even though she's a grown ass woman with a job. I think they... it's bad is the thing. Here's the thing. With the main six and a lot of the ponies around Equestria, they try to leave age ambiguous just for various reasons. Um, there are Which some like, characters, I get, you know, it's they want to keep interpretation up like kids should right. be able to associate with these characters, too. Exactly. So. Yeah, there is a reason for ambiguity. Sometimes there are some characters who are explicitly children, which is like the CMC, you know, fucking featherweight and the rest of the school crew <laughs> uh, and Spike. Spike. Yeah, is, Spike is clearly a, a kid. child. Like when like when Fluttershy meets him. Episode one, we get baby dragon. Baby Dragon. Um, he's not a baby, just... but like he's he's a kid. He's very much the little sibling, and like it just yeah. feels bad. It feels and bad. there are those moments in other shows, like Gravity Falls with Dipper, and, and it handles um, it well. Yeah, there's a way to handle it well where you a kid has a crush on an older person, and it's like, hey man, we gotta let you down. And like Rarity leans into it in this episode. Really, really, really don't like it. It makes um, me very uncomfortable. Just not. Good. Just bad. Yeah. But hey, since we're talking about rarity, can we talk about uh our favorite rarity moment as we move on to our favorite main six moments of the season? Yes, we're going to our favorite hey, main six plus Spike moments. Yeah, and Sp- I want listen. We didn't include Spike last time. I think he deserves to be included. He does. I'm I am really coming around to Spike, y'all. I. I, I'm ride or die for this little lad. I'm gonna die on this hill. Spike is a good character. Spike is just Twilight's yeah, little brother, and he's just hanging out. Alright? Honestly, just it's, it's what 
the Phantom was with the Applejack episode. It's like sometimes you just get not great episodes with him. That sure, doesn't yeah. mean that like he's a bad character. Like he does have a chance to shine. Like even like you know we harp on Dash. Dash has great episodes too. You know like yeah. It's context is important. So, but I think I want to talk about Rarity first because she had some wonderful moments this season. She did. Uh, she she's had your some great ones. She's your fave. How about you? You go first. I mean, she's your do you, girl. She's do you want me to go wife. first, or do you want me to save mine for after yours? Yeah, you go first. You go first. My favorite Rarity moment was Sisterhood Social. Let's go. Same. <laughs> I specifically just the end, the actual social part. I. Like, where, you know, she runs the race. I yes, think same. that Sisterhood Social is a fucking fantastic, even more than, like, you know, Art of the Dress. This is sort of the core of Rarity and her generosity. It is that <sighs> generosity is a hard virtue to embody. It It's a lot of self-sacrifice. And being someone of Rarity's stature and the kind of goals that Rarity has set for herself, generosity is very difficult. Yeah, and I think that's why it's such a great element combination yes, for her, because you I wouldn't agree. expect the trope and type of character like Rarity to represent the ability to give and consider others over yep. oneself, you know, which I think is fantastic. Rarity fucking rules. Yeah, yeah. and with Rarity having so many hangups about so many different things, like, uh, I mean, the big one for the social is like, you know, dirt. She doesn't like to get dirty. Yeah, she, I was, like, very much mine was specifically... Her hiding in the mud for that long, yep. just for Sweetie Belle, you know, that's, and that's the highlight yeah. for me. Is... It's like, it's just so quintessential rarity of like, I will put myself outside of my comfort zone. Like, I, the way that I always view generosity in my own life is as long as it doesn't hurt me, as long as it isn't a detriment to me, I will do almost anything for anybody. And that is where she is at. She's like, this isn't going to hurt me. It's just taking me outside of my comfort zone. And it's going to be a little annoying. But like, it's for my sister and I love her. And like, that is, that is the rarity moment. That is. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Just uh, chef kiss. Fantastic. I, yes. I do. Can I say, I, I kept some runner up moments for these. Please, just please. Just to spice it up. These are ones that are like, not nearly as, as impactful, but just other things I enjoyed. Uh, shout out to Rarity's artist fit in Becoming Popular, like the song. Become, yes, her fit is so good. Uh, that's, that's my favorite outfit of hers. Just, like, straightened hair, beret, sweater, like, what mm. a look. What a fucking look. Um, also in here is, <laughs> I wrote, Rarity risen up the door can put in your hoof down. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Thought that was funny. No, uh, and last but not good. least, I... Even though the episode isn't is not eh, it's fine. Uh, I like how much Rarity loves the gossip in Ponyville Confidential. Like yes, I love her yeah. eating it up. I'm like, yeah, yeah, girl, you 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 hype up that children's newspaper. Go, yeah, go, girl. She loves the elementary <laughs> school newspaper because it's got hot goss. Very so funny fucking to me. funny. No, I love her. <laughs> She's so yeah. good. Just right. even though she is the winner of our. Our worst character moment award. Rarity, I feel like, really came into her own this season. Oh, like, she, we, yeah. We know, what we're, we know what we're doing with Rarity now, you know? Yeah. Low lows and high highs. Very high highs. It's, I think, yes. other than another maid sexer, she was my hardest to, to decide which one I liked the most. Because just so many, she was good. That's Understandable. That. What's your favorite AJ moment? It's my turn for my favorite. It is um, yours. 
I love her. Uh, which I think it'd be funny if that. we. I think it'd be funny if we both had the same one for this one as well. I mean, it's possible. Uh, it's. I mean, specifically, the Flim Flam Brothers episode is so, so much fun with her and her family. But her letter to Celestia, man. All caps in my notes. All? <laughs> all caps in my notes. I didn't yeah. learn anything. I was right all along. Yes! <laughs> I knew we were going to have the same one for this one, too. Oh, because it's so good. It is the yes. most iconic letter to Celestia. It is. It's something I was talking about when we started this show. It's something mm. I reference now. It's she's so cheerfully animated. She does have, like, a little lesson afterwards. But, like... Oh, sure. It's it's peak. It is yeah. one of the many reasons why AJ just works for me and is my favorite of the main six. Is she's got this little sense of humor in her confidence that I truly love. Yeah, um, and for with characters that don't have a lot of growth left, it can sometimes be really hard to like write for them. But like, not AJ. Like when yeah. they get AJ right, like when they do an they episode for Applejack that is like correct. Yeah, they get her fucking right. They nail it. Yeah, they don't always get it right. Like, it's, not always. But I, man, the Flim Flam Brothers is just such a, a a great thing to throw into the the wrench of her her plot line. You know. <laughs> yeah, fucking peak. It's so good. Uh, but shout outs. It's a very small thing, but I also want to mention. I really liked how welcoming AJ was to Luna compared to the rest yes. of the six in. How in uh, Luna Eclipse, everyone's like, ah, he's the scary pony. I don't know what that voice is. I'm sorry. Yes. Can we take a minute to apologize to everyone? I'm sorry. That's what the general (laughs) equestrian citizen sounds like, I guess. I guess so. But no, I, reeling it back, like, everyone was so afraid except for Twilight. AJ was apprehensive at first, but after, like, one conversation, she's like, okay. You know, it's like, Yeah. yeah, of course. And I just, I feel like it's an underappreciated bit of character writing for AJ, especially because everyone's like, oh, isn't AJ the racist one? And I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up, I'm going to eat for breakfast. So, that's all. Amazing. Now, this is where we're going to differ. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. (laughs) Uh, Favorite pinky moment. How about you go first? Because I'm curious. You probably know mine, so... My favorite pinky moment in season two is specifically the end of Baby Cakes. You know, it is. I had a a feeling you were going to say that, so I'm not surprised. And I respect that. It is the moment, like, I think my favorite pinky moment is when she's trying really hard to keep everything together and she's really, really trying to make sure that the baby is... Like, you know, are, uh, you know, taken care of and in bed and all this stuff. And she has all of this responsibility and she just has a total fucking meltdown. And the babies themselves are like, oh, no. And like, realize that, like, she tries really, really hard. And I think uh, that is the kind of pinky episode I like when we see that there is more than just, you know, happy, bouncy pinky. It's like there is depth to her. There's emotion. There's... The ability oh, I love to it. like, I ugh. love it so much. She's a character. She's not just the funny she punchline, is. you know. Like that's why, like, even though I got issues with part one, it it does work for me. I like seeing the side where it's like, yeah, putting up a happy facade at all times is is hard, you know. It's fucking hard. Yeah, it grates, and so it, it's it's nice to see her, you know, vulnerable. 
especially because afterwards she's not like you know sour or anything she's still like happy and upbeat it's just more subdued because she's exhausted and tired and all that responsibility is difficult for anybody but especially pinky mm-hmm. especially because she she didn't want to admit that she couldn't do it you know she was yeah. determined to set a good example and it's that breaking point is very relatable it's very real and even though i, I only gave that episode a c it doesn't mm-hmm. it, a lot of it does not work for me it has some of, yeah understandable <laughs> some of the there, not my favorite uh, micro songs by her but like that a moment at the end is is really good so i, I respect that yeah i have a feeling i know what yours is but yeah you do it. you do it's the smile song yeah <laughs> here's the thing here's the thing I'm not saying the entire episode uh, that the smile song is from. I'm suddenly forgetting the name of that one. Oops. Uh, I'm not helping you. Uh, I don't like that one. Oh, that's fine. Uh, you just gotta uh, steal it. I'm, I, I'm reading so quickly. Uh, oh my god. I'm a fake fan. I'm a fake fan. It's a friend indeed. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. I, I definitely don't like a friend indeed as much as I once did. However, I think the Smile Song is such a triumph musically for the show, uh, and I think it, it, it is, it's, uh, we'll talk more about songs later, because uh, uh, I can't remember if you mentioned this, but we're actually going to do a proper ranking of the songs up to this point, because I think yes. that, because how important the songs are, especially to me, the music is a big reason why I got into this show, but just how important songs are to the show as a whole, uh, we will be ranking the songs of season one and two, because we didn't do it last season. Uh, and talk about our favorite songs of the season, too. You know, it's, we might as well pepper that into the category. But for me, Smile Song is such a glowing song that represents Pinky as a whole. And I like that it's a little melancholic in the middle. It's got the fun choir that feels so loving. And I think the main thing is, by comparison, it really lifts up. Because at some, like, at the point before this, we had little... Micro songs. We had Hopscape and a Jump. We had Evil Enchantress. We had, you know, she had parts in Winter Wrap Up and the gala. But this is her first her song, and it works so stupendously. I, I just, it, it honestly, if it weren't for this song, I would rate the episode much lower. I gave it an A minus, and I might rate it a little lower in time, but it's it just works for me. I love the Smile song so much. It is one of the best songs of the show. And it's all about Pinky. Uh, I understand that it's a good pinky moment, though. I don't really have much to contribute to this one. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, do you want to hear my runner my runner ups? Yeah, my of course. two micro micro moments for a for a song for a character who likes micro songs. You uh, got there. I really, I'll get. I'm having a hard time today. <laughs> uh, I really like when in the holiday episode. Where she's viewing the map upside down as Chancellor Puddinghead and says the earth yes. is round, there is no up or down. Good yes, ass that's line. Really good. Kills me. And the second is a teeny little moment where uh, in the last roundup, they're getting letters from our favorite little background boy, Parcel Post. Yes. Uh, and gets, you know, they, they get the letter, they kind of slam the door in his face. But then Pinky comes out and gives the mailman a little cake, you know, yeah. uh, before leaving. And I'm like... What a, what a nice little, like, bit of, like, it, it lasts maybe two seconds, but I think it's such a great little piece of animation that, one, it's, it's a little funny, you know, it's like, haha. But also just, like, what a great little summarization of her character in that one tiny moment, you know? Yes, I agree. It's good. It is. 
Anyway, sorry. Uh, well, I will talk about the Smile Song more. I do apologize, but that's... Yeah. I just... It, I like it a whole lot. And it's Pinky to a... To a P for Pinky. To a P. Uh, how about your favorite dash moment? Uh, easy. Very easy for me. And it's dork-ass egghead reading rainbow. I... (laughs) Same. You too. Yeah. No, uh, I, I, read it and weep is... Shit, is that the name of the episode? I can't remember. Yep, uh, whatever. The During Do episode is so good. It gets Dash right. It's... I like that she's a, a little... Not, like, dumb, but she's very much like a jock who is apprehensive to non-athletics and sports. And I love seeing her discovering this world of entertainment that she didn't even know she resonated with. And the, like, the stupidity of how far she goes to get this book back. It's, mm-hmm. It is... Maybe Dash's best episode. Now that I'm thinking about it, like there's one yeah. that I think gets a, it's close. I, I I go back and forth. It's later on in season five, but it's man, I think it is one of the best Dash moments ever. It's like, oh yeah, Dash can be written well, and not just well, but like really well. It's just so much fun. Especially, yeah. I love her being ADHD as fuck, and while she gets bored, <laughs> trying not to read. It's just what a mood. <laughs> Yeah, I think Read It and Weep is the first Dash episode to really, really, like, get it. To really, like, understand her and use her as, like, a character that isn't just, like, I'm cool and I fly. And it's like, great, Dash, anything else? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, exactly. <laughs> no, it, it gives a very much needed depth to her character. Yeah. Uh, and not just, like, there, but <laughs> not just the depth of, like, you know, her liking to read, but the depth of, like... The, like you said, like the lengths she would go to hide that and like her insecurities and like, and like to go just, back and get the book from like, yeah. she could just got another book. Like <laughs> it just feels, it just feels so real and so human. And I like that a lot. Uh, yeah. my runner up, I do have one runner up and it's this one. Um, I have two. Yeah. What's up? Cider squeezy. Cause she sucks. She's just like me. <laughs> and I really like it. I think it's funny. It's She's like, where's my good. fucking cider? She is so psyched about cider. I and love, like, I love, her I love it. What, what a f- it's, I like that. That actually brings you to something I was going to bring up. Is that I like that we have moments of characters that persist into the show's future. Like we see Dash continuing to read in her spare time. And we see her still getting excited over cider. And I, I love that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, the continuity. Uh, I have two runners up. The first. Okay. Is I really like that Dash just makes a rain boom happen at the royal wedding, like yeah, easy. That's really just no fun. business. Like, damn girl, like she's zero getting better, you know. She's just like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I I think her finding Tank and discovering, you know, like letting Tank save her in the Find a Pet episode is is wonderful. I care about her and Tank, and I don't usually tend to care about the pets of the main six very much. Uh, Oh, then gummy. I'm fucking ride or die for that weird ass lizard. I know. Uh, but, <laughs> but I don't know. I think I think having Dash realize the potential of Tank is very heartwarming. Yeah, I agree 100. percent Uh, how about another Pegasus Echo? Do would you like to tell me your favorite moment about Fluttershy? Yes. Uh, I'm gonna read you my note verbatim before I talk about it. Uh, my note says, since Emily is going to pick Hurricane Fluttershy, I'll say best pet win. 
because uh, I really like I her song. not allowed to have the same. We can have the same. We can yeah, have the same opinion. We I, have I, twice today. Yeah, we have uh, three times actually. Wait, actually, well. three times. Yeah, <laughs> it's I fine. do really like Best Pet Win. Um, I think that the song is really, really good. It's like the first song for me that like Fluttershy feels really good in. Um, yeah. And she shows off her cool animal knowledge and like the fact that like at the end of the song, she's like, yeah, we got to make sure it's got like style and cool. And like just the fact that she's like so good with animals that she's thinking outside of her own box and towards someone else. I don't know. I think it's a really good uh, Fluttershy bit. Nice. I, like, I, like I mean, it's, it's a really solid song. I feel like because that was the first song yeah. of season two. Already, as you mentioned, the episode shows how much better, just like quality wise, the songs have gotten like compositionally and like they, they feel more full. It feels like there's more going on than previous seasons. You know, it's it feels like a huge step up and it's long. It's like a four minute song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, no, good choice. Good choice. Thank you. But yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it, of course, it's Hurricane Fluttershy, but it's specifically, specifically the persistence towards the end. I, it's not the training montage that gets me. It's the fact that she worked so hard and only increased like a little bit, but still gave it her all and still contributed. And the way that it makes her feel is so important to me. You know, yeah. it's, no, I get that. It's, I, I get caught up in comparison. And I think this episode is really good at showing like, you know, any improvements, good improvement. It's true, yeah. Uh, I do have a shout out though to uh, I really like her soothing Cerberus in It's About Time. I think it's very, really very funny good. that she saw the Guardian of Tartarus, 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 <laughs> and it was just like, oh, who's a good boy? And I'm like, damn girl, go off. I'm actually going to pivot from that into mm-hmm. my favorite Twilight moment. Oh, uh, really? Okay. Which is just the fact that it is at the end of It's About Time. My favorite Twilight mm-hmm. moment in this uh, season is when she she knows what's going to happen because it's already happened to her, but she still tries to go back in time and warn herself. And then she's like, oops, ha ha ha. And it's just like, you did this. You know you did this. You <laughs> this knew is, this was yeah. going to happen. <laughs> it's like, so it is just, good. It's Man. so funny. It's a punished it's... Twilight. And also just like, it's the double fun of it being, the fun has been doubled, if you will. The That it's a Metal Gear Solid reference, but without it being obnoxious about being a Metal Gear Solid reference, yeah. you know. Which, mm-hmm. hey, not to date this episode, but Solid Snakes in Fortnite as of today. So that's pretty cool. As of today, yeah. As of today. Wild. Also Peter Griffin, but that's the story We're for another on. podcast. We gotta move on. Just the the idea of Twilight being her own stressor is so real to me. Like, it's it embodies anxiety so perfectly. You know, there it's, is nothing and no one who will make me more anxious than myself ever. Like, I just it, my own brain is my worst enemy, and if I could just oh, get same. past yes. that, if you just take last, it out and scrub it of all those wrinkles, wish, those pesky bro. wrinkles. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta fill all that in with spackle. Um, <laughs> no, literally laying last night, I was like, I'm gonna have a heart attack. And I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're not gonna have a heart attack. You're never gonna have a heart attack. You're Stop fine. Like that. But well, you're not gonna brain... ever have a heart attack. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Really you're cool. Welcome. You're welcome. I've changed my mind. So... <laughs> my biggest stressor isn't myself anymore. 
It's so, me. Congratulations on that one. What's your favorite I, Twilight hey, I'm, I'm glad I could relieve you of that stress, my friend. Yeah, thanks, man. You know what's funny is that that was going to be my first choice. It was because okay. just what a triumph of an episode that is. So good. But I thought a little, I thought a little harder, and I'm kind of a silly one. <laughs> okay, yeah, go for it. Silly. It's a moment that cascades through the rest of the series in a beautiful way, and I think that my favorite moment of Twilight in season two is her star swirl the bearded cosplay for Halloween. You're so fucking right. You're so and absolutely fucking I, right. I have so much to say about this <laughs> because, okay, so it's just a little throwaway bit, right? Like it's, it's like, oh, uh, it's a funny old pony ha. And then like later on in the show, like star swirl persists. We see that she goes to a star swirl, like museum exhibit with cadence. We get to see the actual wizard later on in the show. And it's like, it all started because they, the writers were like, what's something dorky as hell that Twilight could be for Halloween that no one would know. Other yeah. than Luna, of course, which I think is wonderful. <laughs> uh, Twi-, Twi Luna stands, rise up. Eh, it's fine. Fuck uh, off. <laughs> listen, that's whatever. Uh, two things about that. While we're on the topic, I we will talk much more about Star Swirl later. Uh, but I, I was looking at the notes for this episode, and I guess that uh, Star Swirl was uh, one in the previous generations of Pony, so they it's a reused name, which I always think is fun. Oh, uh, and okay. I guess. That uh, it was one of those pre-approved names by Hasbro. That's like, you can use this, you know, it's whatever. Um, and according to M.A. Larson, who was the, you know, one of the writers of the show, specifically the writer of Luna Eclipsed, uh, he chose that one and added the bearded because, quote unquote, it didn't sound quite old enough. <laughs> That's so, really funny. Uh, yeah, it's, and it's funny because there actually is a, an Earth Pony toy of a star swirl, which looks totally different. Nothing related to the uh, unicorn. It was just a, uh, I don't know, his toy, you know. Yeah. So it's, Boy, they went off with fun. Star Swirl. They did! And it all started with this moment where Twilight's like, look what I am for Halloween. Like, I, I love yeah. it. It's it's a it's a, a lore drop on accident because they kept it in the story. And it, it summarizes Twilight's character so well in such a short moment that I, I, I truly love. <laughs> That's super, super valid. Thanks. But yeah, no, a very, very close runner-up is, is Punish Twilight. We're going yeah. back in time oh, to absolutely. be like, you're fine. Like, it, come come on. Uh, I do have a third place one, though. Okay. It's little. Uh, it's Twilight hitting that Yonky Splanky. Oh my god, she hitting that Yonky Splanky this season. She getting down. Bro. I love it. I love her stupid-ass dances. Her stupid little fucking funny fucking dance is just It's everything so good. to me, really. I'm going to retweet it again after this <laughs> because I have it in my bookmarks. It's one of the only things in my bookmark on my pony Twitter. And it's just so good. It's just so good. Fan art of her hitting the Yankees blinky. We need more of that in the world. Artists, chop chop. We really do. Like, yeah. Including me. More I should, Yankees I should also draw that. You should do that. You should draw Raz and Twilight hitting the Yankees blinky <gasps> together. Both hitting it. Damn. Yeah. Um... Last but not least, uh, what is your favorite Spike moment? Because we got we got include our our best yeah little our brother. little buddy Spike. And I, I feel like this season did a generally better job of keeping him included. I think overall, it's yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like I think back to season one, how it's like I have these six tickets for all my friends, and then Spike just like walks by in the background. Yeah, and he's, like, in he's, he's in frame when she says that. 
same. Like, no, it's the show has gone better, including him. Uh, doesn't always get his episodes right. And it doesn't get his episodes right from here on out. But I really like the moment at the end of Dragon Quest where he stands up for himself and his friends, the ponies, to be like, no, we do do it this way, Ponyville, because empathy's swag. He doesn't say that, but, you know, like... No, he says that specifically. He goes, it's swag. He does say empathy is swag, specifically. But no, I just... I think it, Dragon Quest was my kind of, like, surprise episode of the season where I was sure I was not going to like it. And I'm like, well, that wasn't too bad. That was, that was not bad. You know what's funny? Um, what? Same. That's my moment. We got... We gotta stop. We got... I know. I told you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what, no... What do you have it to was... say about that, then? I, I think that a lot of that episode is him being like, no, I'm a drag and I'm trying to find out how to be a drag and I'm doing all this drag and stuff. And at the end, it's it's an interesting shift to not really like the species, but like culturally being like, no, I'm a pony. Like, this is how ponies do it. And I want to be a pony. I don't want to be a dragon if this is how dragons act. Like, culturally, I, yeah. I am a pony. And I think that's really sweet. He's like, this is my people. These are my family. I'm not... You know, it's just, I don't know, it's really cute. It he's works. like, I it like doing it this way. Man. He's like, you don't so have good. to do it this way, but I think this is the way I'm going to do it. And I think that's rad. Yeah. Good. Good uh, shit. I love you, Spike. Yeah. Do you have any runner-ups? Because I've got two. I do not. Ah, well. Uh, I really like how stoked Spike was for the bachelor party that never happened oh, in the absolutely. finale. God bless him. And the second... Is I really like how there was, you know, in Ponyville Confidential, how they had dirt on everyone. I like yeah. that there was nothing to be had about Spike. They just interviewed him and they're like, where's the tea? This is boring. Yeah, he's like it's like, he's just a good guy. Yeah. Like there's no secrets to be had. He's just, he's in his own lane. There's no dirt. Spike's yeah. just doing good. He's, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, and that, that was our, our main six and Spike moments. Yes. And, and now... We're going to take a little detour because we realized, as we mentioned at the top of this episode, that we haven't been giving the songs much attention. So we thought that we we would rectify that and also keep it uh, uh, moving forward is we're going to start ranking the songs of each episode, uh, yeah. which means we have a little bit of housekeeping to do. <laughs> I also think that we're going to like release uh, images of our tier lists of our episodes and our song tiers as well but we rate them the same way that we rate the songs or the rewrite the episodes where it's you know f through s yeah with pluses and minuses you know right yes um and because we know that our opinions of these songs differ pretty wildly oh yeah uh we're just we're just gonna go through you know since we're, we're playing cleanup we're going through the songs in order we won't linger too long hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> i look at the episode like it's four hours long <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, so we're gonna start in order of release, and the first is the laughter song. Uh, the Giggle at the Ghosties. The first song of My Little Pony French was Magic. B. I. B. Also B. Yeah. Wow. Uh, short Notes is, it's, it's a little simple, but I think it's a great introduction to the music of the show. It is a good look at Pinky's character. Uh, catchy. I like it. Uh, it's not yeah. amazing. Uh, but I, I think it's an important first step for the show. So I give it yeah. a good B. I rated these mostly on how much I liked them. <laughs> Not really like any technical <laughs> uh, competence because I don't really have any musical knowledge. But I thought 
the laughter song was slightly above average. I like that you say you don't have any musical knowledge, and yet we were both in marching bands. Yeah, I mean, I know how to read, like, a key. It doesn't mean that I know how, like, songs are put together. (laughs) I don't have any compositional knowledge. Uh, I mean, I don't really either. I'm I'm very passionate about this shit, though, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess right, our next. ranking, take our ranking with a grain of fucking salt. It's basically because people yeah. are like, I think it's this. Uh, and speaking of our bullshit ranking is that we've made a whole new category for Pinky Micro Songs. If a oh, song boy. is sung by Pinky and it's 40 seconds or less, it's going into the Micro Song tier. So <sighs> the first of that is Pinky's Gala Fantasy Song. I don't even remember which uh, one it is. I think it's the, whatever. So it's, uh, for the Micro Songs, we only have... Good, mid, and bad. <laughs> yeah, I put this in mid, but it's at the very bottom of mid. I put it in bad. Valid. I don't like it. Uh, Ticket Song, also in mid. Uh, Ticket Song is mid. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Hop's giving a jump. Pinky Micro Song, bad. <laughs> I put it in mid. I think... Re- okay. It leads, okay. Into a fl- it leads into some Fluttershy moments that I'm not... Uh, not... I don't hate. Because that's from Dragon Shy. Yes, it is. Dragon Shy we rated mm-hmm. pretty terribly. Which we did not like Dragon Shy. <laughs> but I think that for Fluttershy, those moments were good. The hop, skip, and uh, jump moments. You know what I have to say good about hop, skip, and jump is that I like the the remix of it by uh, Sim Gratina. He did a good I'm job with that one. Yeah, nice. she's going to be doing that yeah, for a lot of these songs. <laughs> it's Listen. Pony music is a huge reason why I got into this fandom in the first place. And it's very... I'm realizing it was kind of hard for me to rank these songs just as their own merit instead of, like, vocal stem usage or remix. Like, it's it's very interesting to me. Uh, next up, Brawl Gossip. Bad episode. Evil Enchantress. Bad song. Bottom. Uh, micro bad, song. Yeah. Bad. Very bottom. Um, I, if it wasn't in the micro song tier, it'd probably be an F. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I agreed. Evil Enchantress. Uh, uh, both Pinky and Flutter Guy both bad i i don't hate the flutter i hate i do hate the word flutter guy i do that's not my favorite word i don't hate the flutter shy with a deep voice bit but like mm, not good i do Moving I, on. I know hon i know uh hey well, we want to peak with uh winter wrap-up with uh, the song winter wrap-up i i have something to i have something disappointing to say no. What you, Winter what wrap up has moved s- down to an A plus. Oh, I know. That's fine. It's okay. It's nest for me, but I. Do I know why? Why? We'll talk about it soon. That scares me. Oh my Winter god. Wrap up, a- Winter wrap up. was peak. Winter wrap up was, was is. <laughs> Winter wrap up was peak for me. Was it's so my good. favorite it's still song. So good. And then another song came around that was so good that I was like, oh, it, it can't be that peak. I realize what I think it is. This is going to be yeah. very funny if it is what I think. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, Winter wrap up. Just a banger all around. We talked about it extensively, how much we loved it. Uh, yeah, no, I'm keeping it in S. Uh, I actually, I'm going to tell you guys a secret. I re-listened to a lot of the music last night, all of this in order, and I went up to season four. It's still up in S tier, y'all. It's it's good. Winter Rap is still fucking great. I don't get me and wrong. Like, it yeah. it is good. It, you know what? I, you know what? An A plus. That's still amazing. You know what? what? I'm gonna invent what? an S plus tier for a different song. This does get an S. Okay. Okay, okay. 
I don't anyway. know if I have an S plus tier, but I didn't oh, show, I so. <laughs> Let's go. It's okay. Okay. Anyway, uh, the cupcake song. Microsoft. Uh, I threw a cup of flower. I actually uh, put that in good. I did. I put in good too. You know what? It's she made a good song. We finally did it. A good micro yeah. song. It's, it it's is my second stuff. favorite micro song. Uh, I like the apple blooms there. She's not singing, but she's there. In the episode. Yeah. Uh, iconic. It's yeah. w- what more can you say? Uh, your girl was suited for success, and the song "Art of the Dress." Art of the Dress is an S. Re- wow! It is tied with Winter Wrap Up. Showing Art your rarity dress. bias. I, Art of you know the what's Dress funny? is an S. It's fun, and I like her, and I like to look at her. <laughs> okay, but what do you think of the song when you're it's not good. looking at her? No, oh, it's oh, good. It's, yeah, no, it's. I give it an A minus. Oh. Which it's a here's the thing, it's a very high A minus. Right. Listen, there are a lot of songs in the show that I'm putting in the A and S tier, so <laughs> That's fair. Uh but no, it's a it's a it's an integral part of that episode. It's like you you can't have super success without Art of the Dress. It is Agreed. And it's just good episode, good song. It gives Rarity her the singing voice she deserves. It's it's good. It is. Alright, next. Uh, Stairmaster with Hush Now, Lullaby. I don't know why I read it like that. Um, Hush Now, Quiet Now. It's time yeah. for your sleepyhead. And then Sweetbill shows up and takes the next level. Um, I gave it a C. It's fine. I gave it a C minus. <laughs> wow. It's not very it's good. It's fine. It's fine. It's yeah, not a bad not song. Really. The fandom did good stuff with it. It's fine. <laughs> it's below average for me. It's whatever. I like. I'm. I'm glad that it's not controversial. At least in this space we've made here for me to say that it's fine. Yeah. Uh. Now here's one that we're gonna like maybe shed blood about because it's time for uh the showstoppers, your favorite and least favorite episode of season one, which yes. I still think is bullshit. You cop out. If you do that again this season, I'm ending the show. You can't. You can't keep bringing the same episode, the best and the worst. <laughs> I'm so scared. It's the Kimmer Crusader's song. Yeah. Uh, What'd you give it? Okay. That's fine. What'd you give uh, it? Instru- you know what? I think instrumentally, if that were the case, I'd put it in the B range. I'd give it a C minus because it's a little hard you to listen hate. To. <laughs> You hate. You hate children no, having fun. No. I love them having fun. I think it's great. I'm so happy they're having fun. But I don't like the episode that this comes from. Uh, I Scootles, really like I'm glad that Scootle is really having a good time as a song. It does its purpose, but I don't necessarily enjoy listening to it. I enjoy listening to the Alex S remix of it that fucking kicks ass. Keeps all its sound effects in because it was 2012. <laughs> You're just a little hater. What's next? I'm not. A... If I put it in C, would that make you happier? No. We have to Okay, I'm keeping it in C minus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come on. I'm sorry. Can't spend okay, 20 okay. minutes here. Uh, Kitty Mark Crockle, So Many Wonders. We get another Fluttershy singing along. So Many Wonders. What is this place? Oh, I put that as a B plus. Wow, really? I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I like the remixes that came from it. Great. What do you rate the song? You're gonna be, you're gonna be mad. You're gonna be so mad. I might be, yeah. I'm giving it a C plus. Ooh. 
That's I, low. It's not a very interesting song for me, compositionally. Yeah. I don't have a lot of fun listening to it. It's I like I love this moment from the episode, full disclosure. Like oh. I think it's a great seeing little young Fluttershy sets my heart a flutter shy. It's great. I'll forgive you this once, I guess. Maybe I'll move it up with no, time, but No, from... you can't. I can't <laughs> No, nope, it's locked in. What's next? Let's see. Uh Microsong singing Telegram from Party One. So I said this was a good micro song. I also said this was a good micro song. It's funny. It's catchy. I like that it's not just a reskin of another song. The only as reason we've learned. Not, <laughs> the only reason I really really like it is because it reminds me of the singing telegram from Clue, the movie, which I guess you haven't seen. <laughs> oh, but, okay. <laughs> uh, but there is a scene in the movie Clue with Tim Curry. Where there's a knock on the door and then it opens and it's just like a POV shot from like inside the door and it's this little girl. It's like this lady and she's like, I am your singing telegram and she gets shot. Um, <laughs> Do you think anyone's edited I, they have. I hope so. God, I hope so. I hope so. Also, I didn't know Tim Curry was in the Clue movie. That rocks. Yeah, no, we, we'll watch what, that what after. What the hell? <laughs> um, okay, last songs of season one. We have At the Gala. B plus. Man, you know what? I feel like the tables have turned. I feel like I'm raining on your yeah, parade because I gave it a C are. plus. That's that's better than you gave so many wonders. God damn. Here's it, it's only it's better than so many wonders. I, I will I will say that. Um, <sighs> but I just it's a little boring to listen to. I. I don't think it's bad though because the individual moments of it are great. Like there's some like I really yeah. love Dash's part. Dash's part is so fun. Um I know every lyric to the song. It's very singable, but I just think it's a little boring. <laughs> I said earlier that I really like a choir, and so choirs are kind of my weak point, I think. I'm and discovering I really like, that, yes. <laughs> I really like the sweeping, like grandiosity. Of it, the gala, even guess... though the episode it's in is fucking trash. Yeah, here, here's something I should say about my list of songs. Is that even if it's ranked low, quote-unquote, I don't think- I maybe outright dislike maybe, like, two songs in this entire show. You know, like... Mm-hmm. I, I really- I'm, I'm pretty easy to please with music. So, these are very high C-pluses. And very high C-pluses. Sure, C's, yeah. You know, it's, uh, and speaking of bad songs, I realized I skipped one on accident. <laughs> What'd you skip? Uh, hey, remember over a barrel and how Pinky was in this cool, this cute little uh, outfit? And then she started singing, you gotta share, you gotta care. And then we're like, oh. <laughs> uh, so personally, uh, for me, the song where the settler tells the indigenous people that they should share, uh, that song goes in F. I, yeah. For me, uh, personally. I give it a D plus because if I can. That's pretend too it's... high. That's <laughs> too high. If, if I can pretend Emily. it's not about that, it's a little Emily, better. Emily, listen to the lyrics. <laughs> I that know. Is too high. I know. I. <laughs> oh, I'm listening. I know. And you know what's funny is that there's actually a song I rank below that. So that's really that's funny. That's insane to me. <laughs> it is insane I'm that you have sorry. put another song below I... the song where Pinkie Pie says, Hey, Native Americans, you should just give the European settlers some of your land. 
Oh yeah, no, that sucks shit. That's but if insane. I pretend, if I don't, you can't pretend they, it's I, a song <laughs> with words. You can't just not listen to them. You're insane. If you, I, if you just think about it's about sharing. If you don't think about the context, it's, you're like, uh, okay, it's okay. that bad. We gotta but it on. is about that. So I know, I know, I know, I know. We're going back to the gal because we forgot that. Uh, it's time for Pinkies. I'm at the Grand Galloping Gala, which is just for she's a, a jolly good fellow. Well, which therefore puts it in the, the Microsoft character. Uh, bad, bad tier. Bad. I put it in bad. Uh, and then the last, are you ready for the last song of season one? Yeah, really leaving with a bang. Yeah. What, what is it, Echo? Uh, I believe it's Pony Poka. Pony Pokey. Pony po- Pokey. Yes. Uh, uh, which I is a D this. minus for me. D minus, <laughs> yeah. This is the one that, uh, this is the song that Emily hates more than racism. I, yep. <laughs> Wait, no. No, you can't you can't make me say that. <laughs> Leaving it in. They just this did the, is... the they just did the hokey pokey and they they made piggies think it's slower and it sucks. And it sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Alright. And uh, But season that's two. fine. Because we can move on to the first banger of season two. It's the Find It Pet song for Maya Best Pet Win. I gave it an A minus I gave it a B plus. Yeah, fuck yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's just good. Yeah, yeah. Good. it's I get, it gets a little long for me. It like, does. It does. But here's I the think, thing: it yeah. serves its purpose so well for the episode. Like it's, it's good. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's good. Uh here's where we're gonna diverge, which I think is crazy, because it's time for the pony. Every pony should know with becoming popular from Sweet and Elite. Uh. I gave it an A plus, bestie. I love this song. Oh, are you gonna be like mad at me? <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna be mad at you. Rarity is gonna be mad at you. No, she won't. She'll understand. You have to. Li- you have to live with that. She'll understand. <laughs> she knows what, me. What are you? Me. What uh, are you rating? A, becoming popular. It's a C what? plus. No. no! Are you? Sh- are you shitting me? I really lock, don't like sweet the toast the like town? a lot. I don't like it at all. What I I but okay, but we're not talking about the episode. We're talking about the song, yeah, which is why I ranked. Also mediocre. But that's why I ranked. The, you got to share. You got to care because I'm ranking the song and not the episode. And the yeah, song okay. fucking rules. The episode I, is it captures the tone of rarity so well. I love it. Takes this a lot modern, of stems and like. Shut up. It takes a lot of the, like, motifs and stems and, like, tone, like tonality and rhythm from Art of the Dress. And then, in my opinion, just doesn't really do anything with it. It feels like it's wow. missing spice. And that's that's crazy because I feel like it elevates it. I feel like it, it takes what Disagree. was missing from Art of the Here, Okay, here's the thing. I think Art of the Dress lyrically and story-wise is better. Like, I think that is a more important part of the episode. Like, you can't do... The Art of the Dress episode without that song. Mm-hmm. And I think you really, you could do Sweet and Elite without becoming popular. If you take out so her little I, art outfit, how far down does it drop? I know it's still up there. I, I think it's just, I have a great, I, I like that song. I have a good time listening to that song. It's catchy. I don't. Uh, it's just eh. Rarity's mad at you. No, she's not. But- <laughs> She'll understand. <laughs> okay, okay. Anyway, anyway, uh, Hearth's Warming Eve with the Hearth Carol. Hey, you like choirs? How you like this one? B minus. 
you have to see. It's yeah. It sure is a a Christmas hymn. Boy howdy, it's Christmas time. They made boy howdy is Christmas. Hey, we made to December. Happy December. It's it's Christmas. It's C for Christmas. It's C for Christmas. It's B minus for Christmas. For Christmas. For Christmas. It's tied with (laughs) the Kmart Crusaders. Okay. Uh, let's see. Baby Cakes has two micro songs. We have Happy Monthiversary. Which Happy is Monthiversary, I actually put in good. Okay. Okay. I don't hate it. I think it's You know fine. what I like it's... about it? It doesn't do ever like stay its welcome. I was going to say it's very short. Um, It's a short little thing to show the passage of time. And it's sweet, and I really like Baby Cakes. Even the more that I look back on Baby Cakes, the more I like that episode. Um, wow! Yeah, I know it's surprising. Okay, I didn't think okay. that I was going to. Uh, but yeah, I just think it's uh, it's fine. It doesn't like you said. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It's just it's just good. Fair enough. Uh, how about the other micro song in that episode, Echo? What do you think about the piggy dance? That is in bad. Wondering? I would put yeah, it below bad. bad if I could. Really? It's it's the top it's of my bag, but... It's genuinely terrible. It's genuinely it's, it, so it, fucking it, it bad. It does suck it, a little bit. It, it sucks a little bit. On I don't, me. It feels like nails on a chalkboard. To. Yeah, it feels bad. I do, I, Actually, you know I what? I'm rearranging my list. It. It's going just above Evil Enchantress. It's going lower. Fair. If you hear moving me clicking, check, check it out. I'm, I'm moving it moving it down. See I can hear you clicking from over here. <laughs> all the way from St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, now, I want to talk about some fucking, some fucking music. Sure. With the super speedy Cider Squeezy 6000. The song, <laughs> The Flim Flam Brothers from the super speedy Cider Squeezy 6000. I had to make a new category for. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. You... You, you're not immune to choirs. You can't, you just can't I help yourself. had to put the Flim Flam Brothers in S+, because this song is just so good. <laughs> God Which I damn. think is so, it's so funny because you're so not a musical person. And this feels like one of the more, like, musical-ass musical songs. It, like, it, it, and that I surprises think, me. <laughs> I think the thing about, like, musical songs that you like... Like, the ones that you like and I don't are the ones that are trying to express, like, story through song. This is just, they're having fucking fun. They're just up oh, there and swinging the, and shit around. Oh, and they're expressing story through song, too. I mean, like, a it's, little it's, bit, but it's, like, it's like less about that. It's goofy. It's a goofy yeah, ass song, and I love it. Yeah, it's just a goofy little I'm giving it an A. Song. It's a very That's, high A. Oof. It's S plus. I have so many songs in A plus and S. I can't put them all up there. <laughs> Well, move them down like I did. No, I... Moving on. Okay. Uh, let's see. What's next? What's next? Uh, it's the perfect stallion for Hearts and Hooves Day. C+. Plus. Oh, I... I'm giving it an A. I know it's on Wow, what the fuck? I know. I, I know. I really like Sweetie Belle's singing voice. I think that this is a fun and funny song. I like it, like storytelling wise. Um, it works for me. What can I, what can I say? I like it a lot. It it really elevates the CMC, and I think the CMC continue to get great songs from here on out. So I can I I can't be mad at you for wait. Did you say C plus? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
C plus for cheerily. Yeah. It's in the same category as becoming popular. <laughs> What's next? Uh, it's, it, are, are you ready to take a little trip to, to Situational Station where we're super divisive about all of a friend indeed? This one has four songs. Three micro sure songs does. and a normal song. The first one is the smile song, which... What'd you rate uh, it? You're... Don't, so don't get mad. Okay. But this is sub. This is subject to change. But I all did right. rank all the way up through season four. Okay. And in both categories of up to here and season four, it's still my number one song. B. <laughs> it's like shooting me in the heart. It's a B. I don't like a friend indeed, and this song really didn't do much for it. A friend indeed, I go back and forth on. I have issues with it. I, I mostly like it, but I just, like I said earlier, it just feels like a triumph of a song to me. I love it so fucking much. I'm glad. <laughs> and you know I, what? I, I this, don't. The, <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, this is why I'm glad that we ranked our songs, because music is so subjective, and I knew that we it were going to yeah. differ. So I think this is fun. Uh... How about a cool 11 second song, Cranky Doodle Micro Donkey? Songs. Cranky Doodle, Cranky Doodle Donkey isn't bad. It Cranky Doodle mid. Donkey is dog shit. It's, it's 10 seconds. I don't think it can be bad in 10 seconds. It manages. It's phenomenal, really. <laughs> uh, next uh, up is the Welcome Song, which mid. I, oh, I think it's her best micro song. I no. love it. It's, it's plucky. Not. It's joyous. I love it. Mid. No, I like how you're like it's telling me my opinion is wrong. You're like, yeah, wrong. your opinion is your opinion no. is objectively wrong, <laughs> scientifically. Uh, and then the last one is Cranky Doodle Joy, which is mid. Which is this is a weird one to rank because most of the song is an instrumental, the smile song with her sending yeah. her, lesson, her lesson to Celestia. Which I honestly I think part of the reason why I love the smile song so much is that the instrumental for it is great. I really like the sure, mandolin yeah. and the little bit of like shika shika. I, I like it. Uh, I gave this good just because I like hearing a bit of the smile song instrumentally. And I think it, I like her being all funny at the end. That's all. I was about to say she's obnoxious at the end. Oh, <laughs> uh, valid. Yeah, I think it's mid. Anyway. Uh, and then we're wrapping it up. It's finale time. Uh, the only song in part one of A Cancel Out Wedding is... Wait, which song is this, Echo? Uh, I believe... Th- okay, so actually, this one is It'll Be Okay, which I also ranked in right. S+, because that's the only one in <laughs> part one. Of, it does have a bunch of floating heads. Like, does, and you can't... They are a bunch of floating heads. <laughs> I'm not... I'm, I'm abstaining my vote evil. from this song. <laughs> I'm Come on, no, you have to rank this one now. No, I know it! Where are you, where are you putting to it? rank the incest joke song. It'll be okay. Where's it go? Musically yeah. and humor-wise, like, yeah. like a B plus. Fair. I think really. I don't like. Put it. I don't like what it did to the fandom. I think I, this did irreparable. <laughs> this I, did not. This was not what ruined the fandom. This was a response to an already ruined fandom. Okay. I'll. <laughs> I'll concede this this there. was not a catalyst. I'll, I'll, I'll put concede. it in like an A plus. Uh, the actual no, BBBFF. Fucking talk is about an BBBFF. A. I'm giving it a B for Big Brother. Really? I put it in A. Yeah. I think it's pretty it's good. good for A I think Big it's Brother. It's pretty good. 
for a big brother. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's good. It's pretty like good. It. It's you know what's funny is I ranked it higher, but by comparison, I'm like I'm, I'm scooching it down just a little bit, just a little I bit. Know. Yeah, that's fair. I think by comparison, the better songs for me kind of like tip it down a little bit, but like it's still pretty good. Valid. It's cute. Uh, I like there's a lyric about flying a kite. I'm like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Guess you really needed that lyric in there about. <laughs> you needed something to rhyme with fight, so they brought flying a kite. I'm like, sure. Yeah, obviously. What are the last two? Uh, oh, boy. And the last two, my friend, are This Day Aria and Love Is In Bloom. Uh, oh, this is a good time to mention. Uh, we're, we're using the, the fandom wiki uh, to keep track of every song. I made a note that we're just not going to rank the reprises unless they yeah. are a different enough song or like a long enough song to be their own thing. Because there's a reprise of this where it's sung by Chrysalis. That's just, that's just this theory again. I'm not ranking Yeah. Them. And uh, there's like a reprise of BBBFF as well. And it like does Yeah. And it's like, we don't, we don't need, we don't, it's fine. It's fine. Like yeah. the reprise of BBBFF is 18 seconds. Like we already yeah, heard exactly. the song. Uh, this is, it's S. It is like it is like a uh, a nano hair. It is like a, a a nanogram. I'm forgetting the words for measurements of really tiny things, but it's right behind Smile Song, and it might sometimes some days it may be inches ahead. And I know you don't feel that way, but goddamn, do I love this song? It's just a fucking masterpiece of music to me. It is an A for me. Okay, I'm not that. I'm not mad at you anymore. Grins. I'm and love fine. is in bloom is an A plus. Also A+. Plus. It's, in fact, it is the, the top of my A+. Pluses. It's real close to being an S because it's just a banger. Love is they did a good job with that one. Fucking bangs, yo. It, peak. Peak. So so that's that. We'll share p- pictures later, but we, we yes, need to do some yeah. housekeeping. I'm sure that we'll rank the songs in the episodes going forward so that we don't have yes, an entire yes, yes. interlude of talking about every song in the season. Yeah, uh, because... Yeah, no, but it's, again, it's housekeeping. We wanted to keep doing this going forward because there's a lot of great songs coming up. And, we have to do the uh, side because as well. We do? You don't want to do the favorite song award? Do you want to do the favorite song and then the side characters? Yeah, cause we're, we're already okay. talking about songs. And it's it's right, clear for me. It. It's Smile Song, but it's it's like, you know how, like, at the Oscars, they're like, and the winner for best Oscar is Moonlight. And then they're like, it's La La Land. It's th- it's a time loop of that for me with this Daria and Smile song. But for now, I'm saying Smile song. Cider squeezy, hooves down, no contest. It's real Ciders, good. I can't... Ciders, Flip Flame Brothers is just so good. And how did they it's do just it? So good. They just showed up out of nowhere, I, dropped I, a banger, uh, tried to scam some ponies and left. Like, kind of iconic, really. Truly fucking amazing. And that actually leads me into... Uh, we have three little side character awards side character before we sweep. finish it up. Uh, favorite non-main six character introduced this season. And it's a tie for Which me. I- <laughs> between the uh, Flint hey. Brothers and Baby Cakes. Really? Like, the babies as characters? Yeah, the babies as characters. The the, the Funko Pops, as you call them? Yes, the Funko Pops. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> okay. I think that they okay. contributed a lot of... Uh, I don't want to say like world, I guess character development for both the cakes and Pinky. I think that they were they were really good in that regard of like pushing forward narratives. 
But, you know, that's valid. And also the Flim Flam Brothers is a respectable choice. I yeah. love them. They're just a, they're a, they're a barrel of laughs. Those, oh my God, those are. little, those a cider little barrel I love of laughs. Us, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I do want to make a mention before I say my favorite character introduced this season. Because I like mm-hmm. that I typed my favorite non-main six character introduced this season. Like, why did I say that? We we they're not introducing more main sixers. I guess that's fair. Well, like maybe they I, I mean Kai Kai, you know what I mean. But it's like maybe it's redundant. Will. So I'm just saying favorite. Maybe they will. Whatever. That was mean. I'm sorry. Come on. That's we gotta wrap this. <laughs> up. So my favorite character introduced this season is hands hooves down chrysalis the queen the mm, baddie yeah my favorite villain of My Little Pony Frenchman's Magic. I, I just, what an icon. Uh, yeah. But I do have some runner I do have some runners ups. Ru- runners okay. ups. That's hard to say. Uh, Discord. I feel like this is, you know, it's yeah. sad. Because I think this is the best that Discord ever is. I have a lot of I issues with Discord going forward. Him, yeah. But like, from here, from what we know and see of Discord, what a what a great introduction. Like, the, the season opener was so, so much fun. And Discord has so much potential that... Perhaps goes a little underutilized, but for now, I'm glad he's here. Uh, also, too. I'm including Cadence. I think Cadence is a great princess. I I think Cadence it definitely is a good does like a good character. Yeah, I mean, it does throw a little wrench into the the duo of of Celestia and Luna, and I get why people have issues with her, but I really like her. I her singing voice is fucking fantastic. I love her music. I like her character design, even though her eye line bothers me. Uh, I love it. I like... I know you do, but I, I like her. Uh, and I have a question, actually. Yeah. Shoot. Does season two Luna count as a character introduction? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Okay, cool. Just checking. Because, like, we have a whole last new design. Yeah, new... I know. With I, Luna Eclipse, cool. too, is very different, but... Yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay, fair, fair. But no, Chrysalis, no competition. I Valid. Uh, I love her. I love her. So valid. Uh, Next award, please. Uh, the f- Your favorite background character introduced this season. Does Tom the Boulder count? It does. Is your answer about Tom the Boulder? <laughs> no, but it's real close. Um... It's Screwloose, the Barking Pony. I almost chose Screwloose. <laughs> I came very close to choosing Screwloose. It's such a bizarre joke to throw in. And the fact that it made a really good Living Tombstone song is just yeah. insane. I love her. I uh, I considered Screwloose and then I went into <laughs> every episode and I was like, hang on. Wasn't this yeah. the episode? And I like went into the gallery of a specific episode and I was like, oh, right. Duh. Please Penny tell Lane. Me, it's it's thank okay thank God I of course I have it's a Penny note Lane. Written, I have a note written here that if Echo doesn't mention Penny Lane kill her so you're yeah safe that's now. fair <laughs> that's uh, so cute, fair cute ass character design in the background we love you Penny I Lane I love her I love that like that de- like character design the real lanky one there's such love oh. in your voice when you said that you really I'm do just love so her. enamored I I love Penny Lane. I... Number one Penny Lane fan in the world here, y'all. Yeah, I'm so enamored. <laughs> anyway, uh, can I give can I give a shout out to yeah. a very specific character that I I, I quite liked? Absolutely. 
Uh, shout out to that one butterfly and find a pet. You were trying so hard. Oh, yeah. Uh, I liked I you trying to yell and nothing came out. I like your weird hypnotism wing. I don't know what the fuck's going on with that dude, but Godspeed, butterfly. <laughs> Unnamed butterfly number four, whatever. Amazing. Um, and your favorite non-main six moment? <sighs> it's my, my runner-up is Luna in Luna Eclipsed, because it's so easy to see why she is such a beloved character for everyone Absolutely. in this fandom. Like, man, show stealer, but call me predictable. But it's uh it's Chrysalis baddie moments. It's specifically the way that Chrysalis decides to be like, "Oh, you got me. Uh I'm going to I'm going to take over the kingdom. Uh hey Celestia, I'm going to kill you and, and sl- I'm going to slap you in some goo and put you in a little chrysalis and I I rule now." Uh serve. Digactor. I Chrysalis baddie moments is my favorite non-main six moments. Just the fact that we went into a, a finale expecting some major, like some like mild wedding hijinks, only to have Chrysalis show up and become the biggest wrench in like the show. Just man, yeah, I I love her. Her introduction and she doesn't get much time in part two of uh a Cancelot wedding, but when she's there, she's killing it. So that's that's my vote. Absolutely, um. Mine is far stupider. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. What? What is it? It's the dance that they do during Cider Squeezy. <laughs> the little, <laughs> the little, like, bob the knees, that they do. The weird yeah. little knee thing that, yeah, that the background characters do. That's my favorite <laughs> one, Main Six Moments. It's one of the ones that stuck with me. Of all of season two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that rules, actually. It's really... I, it's an insane when, uh, choice, but I... I I try to think of a lot of stuff that happened in season two. Because like, let's be honest, a lot happens. A lot has happened, and it's been and a also, little like, bit since we, we've watched it. Yeah, we, we've been going through the season a bit slowly just due to yeah. everything going wrong with our health and mm-hmm. life. You know? Yeah, and but, so when I think back, I was like trying to think of like, wait, I'm like, damn, like what are the moments that I can think of like without even looking it up? And I'm like, I really love Cider Squeezy. And then I was like, oh, yeah, the little dance. Absolutely, because <laughs> it, it already got your favorite award for best song. So this is the second. It's it's like when a, when a movie takes the Oscars, like like it gets six Oscars. Yeah. This is your like six Oscar moment. <laughs> it's true. Cider Squeezy deserves like six Oscars. I, I'm always saying that. Yeah. When's the Academy like, gonna fucking wake up? I know. I know. <laughs> Bunch of shills. Um. <laughs> all right, Emily. Yes. The time has come. For our favorite episode of this season. It's hard. It's such a hard choice, it is. isn't it? It's very difficult. It's very difficult. I had um, a lot of deliberation over mine. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to go first or should first, I? Then? I? I'll take it away. Cause yeah, please. Here's the thing. It's such a cop-out, but... Goddamn Canterlot Wedding Part 2. This is your six Oscar moment. This is my six Oscar I just, I truly cannot emphasize how much this feels like a turning point for the show for me. In a good way. It's when the writers realize that they could just go nuts, you know? It's like, if we have a little bit of an audience of, of fans, we could get, like, I think just by comparison of where we are with the with the gala compared to this. And 
it, it's a sign of growth for the show. On top of it just being such an incredibly fun ride with music and visuals and characters. Like, I, it's got it all. But it kind of feels like a cop-out. So I do want to give a runner-up award to It's About Time because fucking goddamn, it's time travel and twilight, comedy gold, good writing. Agreed. I love that. It's... It's if if I couldn't give this day Arya or uh Cancelot Wang part two the award, it would absolutely go to there. But it's just there's so so much I love about that special. To this day, I, I still get as excited seeing it as I did when I first saw it in that random hotel panel room when I was in high school. It just kicks ass. <laughs> Amazing. Uh your answer's gonna be a lot more interesting than mine though. I'm a basic bitch, so let's I'm hear not, yours, please. I'm not sure <laughs> if it is. Um Really? I didn't really put, like, a lot of thought behind it. I just kind of, like, looked through the episodes and I was like, which one of these feels like it's my favorite episode? Uh, and it is Luna Eclipsed. That surprises me. That really think, surprises me. I think it's I mean, it's a good choice. It's a great choice. I have almost nothing wrong with it. There's, like, almost there's little, nothing... There's a British guy there, though. <laughs> yeah, but, like, she threatens to I'm... eat and kill him. Oh, so, like, that's a good point. <laughs> he does get his comeuppance for being British. Oh, hey, real quick. I just realized, we have a Spotify wrapped, because I guess we have that now for a podcast. And we do have some, some listeners in the UK. We, we love you. We're, we're oh, yeah, we, we do. We do love you. <laughs> we we really do funny to clarify. To, we're American. It's funny to make fun of the British. You, you're our old rival. We have yeah. to. Yeah, it's, it's like high school football required... teams. Yeah, we don't. I mean it with love, but yeah, no. Uh, there's very little about that episode I would change, if anything at all. So, uh, yeah. Anything else you want to say about Luna Eclipsed? I love her redesign. I love Luna's uh, demeanor. I love them introducing her as like a character character. I have. Uh, I mean, honestly, she I, does feel like more of a character than Celestia right off the bat with this. You know, I agree. I, even yeah. Celestia's my favorite of the two, no doubt. But like, there's definitely more going on with Luna at this point. Yes, I love Celestia, but I do have a soft spot for Luna, and being able to have her really shine in this moment was very, very nice. I liked it a lot. And that's my favorite Also, it's a Halloween episode. It's a Halloween episode, and I love Halloween. I actually, this is like a hot take as like a gay person. I -hmm. think that Christmas is a better holiday than Halloween. (laughs) I I don't think that's as uncommon as you think, because like my roommate Carson, he's like ever since we moved to California and he doesn't have to deal with the perils of winter, he's, he is full-fledged Christmas person now. And he's, that is one gay motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, I just know a lot of gay people are like, "Oh, Halloween! It's the it's the yeah, funny spooky time." Me. And I'm like, that's "I'm me. like, Halloween is a lot of. It's definitely like my second favorite holiday, but I like Christmas a lot, and I wish that the Christmas episode this season was better. It was fine. Well, that's fine because uh, in season six we get a really good Christmas episode. You ready? Ready to go to season six? Thank God, I am. Yeah, we're gonna watch season six right after this. <laughs> No, nah, but that's, uh, that's the Pony Awards. Yeah. Real quick, I'm going to... We tallied up all the ratings. Uh, oh, yes, yes. Our little wrap-up. Our winter wrap-up. Yeah. 
the average of our ratings is uh, a B minus for me and a B for Emily. So we've slightly moved up from season one. Yes, it's from a like t- not technical standpoint, but from a, a data driven standpoint. Yes, it's it's a little better. <laughs> um, yeah. I think the main thing is, unfortunately, it does get ranked down a little bit by some real stinkers. Like, I did give this season three Ds. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's why I also calculated the median as well, just to be sure it wasn't skewed too much. And that, it keeps Echo's uh, rating the same with the median, but it does bring mine up to a B plus. So overall, this is a a fairly good improvement. Because for perspective, last season, it was averages for B minus for both of us. Uh, but my median of that is C plus, so it drags down a little bit. Yeah, but it's looking up slowly. And I'm, you know what? Moving onwards as we dip into season three, we'll talk more about season three in the next episode of French Biz Content because season three is a weird one, y'all. Season this three is... is a very weird one for a lot of reasons. There are some really good episodes. There are some not so good episodes. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, it's half the size of both of these seasons. It is 13 episodes. It's true. Because, due to just how children, like, animated syndicated media was, usually you had two longer first seasons and a third shorter one, so that if there's no more episodes to be ordered, they have a, a good amount to just keep in circulation. So, we have a shorter season three. And it's a yes. weird one. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, gonna be very interesting. Um, I've been trying to cram some of the more boring episodes in to like three episode long, uh, podcast episodes, but we're just going to do two each episode from now on. Yeah. It's just cause uh, we, we possibly. have so much to talk about even with bad episodes, you know, it's, yeah, we could talk about this stuff forever. We might as well, you know, yeah. allow us the time to breathe. <laughs> I think, yeah, the only time we might not is at the end we're not sure there's an odd number of episodes next season so we'll Well, figure out how to do that the best our season finale for three is not a (laughs) two-parter and it has the potential to be one of our longest episodes yet discussion wise maybe we'll have to see about that one yeah uh that's that yeah that's everything do you want to take us home yeah that was an fucking long one I wasn't expecting cool it to be micro that long. episode of us, huh? <laughs> yeah, cool two-hour long micro episode. I guess that I I you know what this just means that we'll just have to have the Pony Awards be its own thing from now on, huh? Yes, we will. Yeah, for sure. Um, thank you, every pony, for listening. Uh, it's been a blast, and it means the world that you listen to us. You can find us on Spotify or wherever podcasts are distributed at bit.ly slash fim is content if you don't want to listen to it on spotify which you're doing probably right now which um, hey well while we're on the topic can i briefly mention something about our wrapped please there were some humbling stats in there and i just want to give a thank you an extra special thank you because we were in the top 10 listened to podcasts for 104 people like it was in their top 10 for the year we're in the top yeah. five for 79 people and the most humbling of all is that we were the number one podcast for 32 people for 2023. Yeah, for 32 and of like, you, we were your top podcast, and that's insane. And that's really cool. Because we're just yeah. a couple of schmucks. <laughs> it's true. 
Uh, if you want to follow us on our social media, uh, follow us on FIM as content on Twitter or Blue Sky and Friendship as content on Tumblr. Um, our individual Twitters, which are the things that we use the most, minus Raz Pony and hers is Umel's art. If you follow me there, I'll probably interact with you. Uh, I don't know about Emily. She's kind of pretentious. Um, we <laughs> oh, have I'm a, sorry? We hey. have a Patreon where you can No, pay, no, no, no. Like, I'll interact with all of you. Okay. Our Patreon is like $3 for a tip jar. It's like, you know, just giving us a little bit just to say thanks and that you want to support our show, which we appreciate heavily. $5 is the actual like donator tier where you will get episodes early uh, next time we actually record our panel, you'll get those. Um, future episodes, which we'll probably do uh, the comics at some point. I really want to start reading those once they're... Oh my god, uh, yeah. Once we're like at the point where the comics are relevant chronologically, I want to read those. Yeah, I'm not, um, I can't remember if they've begun or not in the show. I think it might be around season three. I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll have to look into that. And also, I think possibly the Equestria Girls might be behind the patreon we'll have to see yeah we'll I, I wonder if we'll need to put it on the main channel just because they are their own thing but also apparently they're way more extensive than i realized so oh, oh. and also i really like them and emily really doesn't so if you want something really polarizing <laughs> uh sign up for our patreon and listen to us argue about whether or not sunset shimmer's design is good or not i think it's fine i don't think it's very good uh and that wraps everything up the song that you heard at the beginning and the end of this episode is the tanya anniversary of no matter what by violet pony featuring silver stripe and nami all lovely go by their music which oh that reminds me uh if i'm not mistaken the 2023 version of no matter what should be coming out very soon because uh yeah violet releases with them annually so ours is about to be obsolete Although it's I'm true. pretty sure we're going to like always use it for the podcast. Unless yeah, this new one just kicks ass and we're just like, hang on. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, we're probably going to be releasing uh, bi-weekly from now on. Every two weeks. So. Unless we're like really feeling it because. Uh, yeah, unless we're just hard. like jamming. Think, but don't expect. We're only going to do two episodes at a time now instead of the three. I think the three was really burning us out. So uh, who yeah. knows? But we're, we're going to shoot for every two. Yes, we'll shoot for every two. If there's any more than that, we got lucky. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you want from us. You're getting this for free. And that's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Unless you're on our Patreon, in which case we that, love oh, you. Well, okay. Yeah, we love you. Uh, and that's that on that. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Yeehaw.